This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus. Taylor Stern and Rob Phillips. Welcome everyone into Talking Cowboys today, Monday, September 18th. Of course, joined by Mickey, Rob, and Brian in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Last night, it turned into night with an hour delay from the rain, but last night the Cowboys fall to 1-1 on the season, losing to the Broncos 42-17 in a game that became a blowout, and I... Speaking for myself here, but I didn't see that necessarily coming. But before we get to that, how are you guys doing today? You hanging in there? You keeping your heads up? Good to go. Let's go. go. Ready to go. Ready to go. These guys will break it down for you and tell you how the Cowboys will get back on track. And first of all, let's start with the main topic of it all. Ezekiel Elliott plays the game. Nine carries for eight yards total in the game. How were the Broncos just completely able to take him out of the game, not even make him a threat? To the Broncos. Brian, you want to take it? Go ahead if you got any thought. I think it's got to be credit to the Broncos' defense first and foremost. I, I think this, to me, this was the Giants game last December exaggerated in terms of the Broncos' personnel stepping up and stopping running lanes. Mm-hmm. They did a terrific job. I mean, their, their MO is to crowd the line of scrimmage, load the box. As Brian watched the tape, he didn't see a ton of that. Yeah. Saw that a little bit. But really, they just – they controlled the line of scrimmage. They dominated. That's really the, the only simple answer, really. I had four times they played eight-man box. Three times they played seven-man box and some runs. So, yeah, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't feel like that they had to. I, I'll tell you where they, the Cowboys had some problems is they had some individual guys lose in the running game. You know, individual blocks lose. Mm-hmm. Jason Witten lost one time uh, in, a, in, a, in a running game situation. Uh, Chaz Green lost in a one-on-one situation. But Rob's right. The Broncos just did a nice job of when it came to playing run defense. You know, And, and I'll tell you what really helped them in this game to, to control the run was the fact that they were able to make the Cowboys have to try and score along with them. I think that took the Cowboys out of their game plan to try and run. I mean, you, you didn't have some success. All of a sudden, you kind of look up, and the next thing you know, they're – they're driving the football on you, and they're scoring, and they're scoring, and they're scoring. And you're now kind of in one of those modes where you've got to figure out what we got to do to kind of get back in this football game. But the running game never materialized, and you know a lot of it had to do with really what, uh, what the Broncos were able to do up front. I thought the Broncos were basically unmovable uh, with their defensive front, and I don't think it was one of the better games for the Cowboys' offensive line, not only run blocking but also protecting the quarterback. Uh, there was a lot of dirty quarter, dirty pockets for the quarterback. Uh, they just got beat up front. They just absolutely got whipped. And that's one of the things, you know, maybe we need to tap the brakes on, oh, this is the best offensive line in the National Football League because the shirt didn't play like it, uh, which caused a lot of problems when Zeke gets nine carries and only eight yards. Uh, there was nowhere to go. I thought they would run outside a lot more to get away from them 380-pounders they had in the middle there. But, you know, they tried that, too. Well, they couldn't get outside. And, uh, they couldn't tried. do anything. Yeah, nothing. Nothing was open. So what Jason Garrett said was they had to pass their way out of that problem, and they were incapable of passing their way. I know a lot of people want to say he was blaming it on Dak, 
But to me, he was blaming it on the entire passing game. The blocking up front, some of the routes that were being run were not very crisp or accurate. Drop balls, drop balls for interceptions. When you play like that on offense, and the, you know, look, the, the Cowboys aren't the 85 Bears on defense. And, and they know they got to score points to win. And when you, after three, two games, only have three touchdowns and one was a gift on a fumble recovery at the three-yard line, uh, you're having problems offensively because you got to score points to win. You're not going to win playing defense with this team. You're right, Mickey. And last week, a big discussion going against the Giants was going to be how is this team going to handle red zone efficiency? They didn't do it that well in the Giants, and they definitely didn't do it well last night. 33% in the red zone compared to the Broncos, obviously 100%. Yeah. So how do you fix that problem? How do you get back? Don't get behind 35-17. Start. <laughs> but That's but, where the red zone problems came in at the end of the game. At the beginning of the game, they weren't getting to the red zone. Right. Exactly. They were punting. Right. That was the problem. They, they at halftime, what did they have? About a hundred yards total offense. If that, they had less than two hundred in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They they were at like one sixty seven midway through the fourth. I mean that that hasn't happened for this offense in years. I think it was like sixty something at halftime. Sixty. Where are you looking? I think that I think the the Broncos secondary had a lot to do with you know we talk about the running game. I think the Broncos' secondary had a lot to do with the Cowboys' misery overall. I don't think the Cowboys – Mickey's right. and We could talk about the blocking up front. You know, we could talk about all the things like that and pressure and whatever you want to say. But I think the Broncos' secondary was clearly better than what the Dallas receivers were. You know, and that's – and that's if you're not getting open or you're not uh, – you know, you're, you're not even – having any type of success. I, I, I can't tell you how many times I looked up watching and, and thinking, okay, somebody's going to come open late. And nobody comes open late. I mean, they're playing single high and, and nobody's open. And, you know, Dak's having to try and make some throws. Mickey's right. The, the, the Des Bryant interception was really unfortunate. You know, that's something that, you know, you don't see from him. The, the balls, right. Dak threw some really poor balls. The interception that went back for 103 yards was a poorly thrown ball. He shouldn't have thrown that ball to Dez. I mean, with the way, the way that Tlaib was playing Dez all day, I would have stayed away from Tlaib, but that didn't matter. If you go the other way, the, the other two corners Chris were just – Harrison, Harrison yeah, they were just as good. Roby waiting for you. Yeah, I mean – It was just as good. It was, a, it was as bad – they 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 talk about blueprints and whatever. No, their players were just clearly better. Yeah, they were better at they were better on the they were better on the up front. They were better in the secondary, and they surely tackled better than what we saw from the Cowboys defense. I'm glad Brian mentioned blueprint because that's kind of a narrative coming out of this game that oh now there's a if template. you have those players, good luck, go play it all day. Now there's a template for stopping the Cowboys. Yeah. Right? where was that template for most of last year? I mean. Sure. Okay. Stop, have the players. Stop the run yeah. and play man to man and, and force the Cowboys to throw. There's only a certain number of defenses that can do that. Yeah. We've seen the Giants be able to do it, and the Broncos have been able to do it. Minnesota played them well too last year. But the difference, and we'll get to the Cowboys defense, I'm sure, but really efficient Broncos offense, way more efficient than what the Giants were able to do. And a lot of that was the Cowboys on doing defensively, but struggling. You brought up Des Bryant, and he talked about it just being a bad day at the office. He said yeah, that in the post. He had a bad day, and I called him out. I called him out on you the got, You got the prediction right. We got the over-anxious, 
out of his game, Des Bryant. I sure. forgot what the word you you used last Fire. Friday. Volcano. Volcano, Des. <laughs> he he, he lost his composure. Sure. And, and lost his, especially after he dropped the, the slant that went for an interception. Then he wasn't running accurate routes. That's that's, that's he a wasn't fair on point. the same page with Dak. Dak's throwing back shoulder stops, and he's going. Right. And the cornerbacks are breaking. That's somewhat what happened in the end zone on that interception. Absolutely. Dak thought he was going to stop, and right. he kept going. Yeah, and, it was. It was. And just, he let Talib undercut the route. Yeah, just a poor. I, I just thought. I mean, I, you know, I mean, it's. You're right, though. That to me, the, the you could talk about the Broncos front, but and and Von Miller and what you know what he was able to. As a matter of fact, I you know looking at the overall numbers for. For Lyle Collins, you know, on 34 snaps, I had a, a 34 gradable snaps for him. You had, you had uh, 20 pluses, 12 minuses, and two really ungradable plays. So, you know, that's, you know, but Von Miller ended up with two sacks. It, he also had four offsides playing. I just told you really the desperation. I didn't think, I didn't think that Lyle Collins was terrible. Against uh, I, I didn't. I really did. I've seen offensive tackles play far worse. Than that, and and but you know it the 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 narrative as Rob likes to use that word, the narrative is oh that Lyle Collins got his ass kicked, that's really not I don't think the case there. I, I now if you want to say the offense as a whole got their ass kicked, yeah they did. They 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 didn't do a very good job of run blocking. The quarterback was off. The receivers were off, like you said, and the Broncos secondary just did a great job of just choking anything else off. You were trying to do. That's how his the Broncos. Two, his two sacks came late in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Now he did have five quarterback hits. Right. Uh, so they were getting pressure. part of the minuses. Yeah. They were they were getting pressure uh, on on Dak, but the the sacks came real late, and he should have been called for more offsides than he than he did. They were jumping the snap count, and there was a couple times it was obvious he was offsides. They didn't throw a flag. So. Uh, I think there was a couple of times they missed Lyle jumping out of his stance, though, too. Two. So, yeah, it was well, probably a wash. Guys, I'm not sure probably how, a how wash day there. those yeah. guys had. Yeah, probably a wash, place, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, they they just didn't keep Dak clean. They were coming, and, and they weren't really blitzing. They played their 3-4 front. Right. You know, and, and they kind of stayed with it, too. They did. They didn't play nickel a lot. They nope. said, no, we're going to put a – because there was a lot of times they had a linebacker in the slot. Uh, and but they were getting to Dak where he couldn't wait for guys to get open. It had to be quicker. Right. They couldn't get down the field. And then when you get behind, well, they they had their place right in their hand. They had their safeties playing in Boulder. Yeah. You know they were so deep, and and the cornerbacks were you know ten yards off the line of scrimmage, and it's like, hey, big boy, eat all you want underneath, but you're not <laughs> getting over the top. But you know they didn't come out trying to run the ball though. They the first fourteen plays they had three Zeke runs, ten throws. And one Dak scramble. So I, they tried early, and I don't know if abandon is the right word, but they they went pass happy early on in the game. Well, I felt like though that to, once they once they felt like they couldn't run, once they saw some of the early, I, I I I give it credit to, to Denver's offense. I think Denver did exactly on offense to win that game what Dallas needed to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, the the, the, the per, run the football, control passing game. Break some tackles. Put pressure on. Put pressure on Trevor Simeon to have to make throws to to keep up. Mm-hmm. And, never and had to. Never had to. Never. You know the one when it was seven seven. You're thinking like, well, maybe Dallas is going to find some traction here. 
Yeah. But they didn't, you know, and it, it, then, the, then the missed tackles and all that started happening. And yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult to play from behind in this league, especially when you get way behind in this league. CJ Anderson was terrific for yeah. that. And a lot of missed yeah. tackles by the Cowboys. Broncos oh. take nine of 15 on third down. And really, Simeon only had a couple real third and longs oh. in the entire yeah. game. You third and nine, it. third and 11, third and 15 late when the game was already out of hand. You want to make it worse than that? It was nine of 12 till they got to the fourth quarter. Yeah. Right. And all they were trying to do was burn clock. Right. Exactly. And, you know, we will get really into the Cowboys defense and how kind of a little bit different narrative than the week one when everyone right. was ready to call this the best defense in the NFL. But going back to Dak Prescott. Don't say everybody. Maybe not Mickey. The I don't think anybody here it. said that. I thought they were going to play better than they did. I thought they would have played better. I thought the running game would travel. But diminishing returns when you're playing all those young kids in the backfield that hadn't played in the positions they were asking them to play. But that was was secondary. We'll get there. We'll We'll get there. there. Up front. Hey, we'll get to that. (laughs) Up front. I'm ready for you to dive into that. But let's talk more about Dak Prescott. We pregame. We're talking about how he is about to cross off this milestone of 500 pass attempts with the fewest interceptions known to an NFL quarterback. And here he goes and has two picks. Mickey explained it to you about playing behind like that. Of course, you're rushing your passes. But that's just so unlike him to he have. He had them. one pick. You call the Dez one? The- oh, goodness gracious. He's got to catch that and go 20 yards. Dez saved a couple others. He did. Well, yeah, because he Des was might open. have been their best defensive yeah. back yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been four, three slash four picks in that game, potentially. Yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah. And, and one of them, what shouldn't have been there, it should have been a 20-yard reception. But why was Dak so inaccurate? I told you, he didn't get any protection. He was under fire the whole game. They so were who, all around him. Who do you think was the weakest link? The offensive on, line as a whole. On well, the offensive And line. the fact that they couldn't run the game, so now Denver said, huh, we got this run stop. Let's go get him. Who was the weakest link on the offensive line? You know what? I mean, I t- t- it didn't it, to me. I thought the the pre- I thought the pressure wasn't bad until the very end of the. Just watching the film. Just watching the film. I mean, I was looking for, I was looking for a a Chaz Green bust. He had one. I was. I mean, one where he just clearly, you know, gave up the guy. I was looking for Lyle Collins to really have a bunch of them. I mean. I didn't feel like that. Like I say, I gave you the breakdown of him. Twenty minus plays. Yeah. That's going to be some pressure there. That's going to be some, you know, some things where it's late pressure and stuff. But I, I, I I'm just telling you. It, to me, there were no, there was nowhere to throw this football. Nowhere to throw this football. I think the Cowboys on the receiving court, if you watch them as a whole, was probably the the best they'd been covered. I mean, some Giants games. The Giants game last. The Giants games like have been some games where you're like, man, there is nobody open here. Mm-hmm. But when even even when Dak had time to make a throw, there was nobody down the field. Some of the things he checked down or threw to Zeke or threw underneath or made some of those throws, there was nobody down the field that was open. Beasley, who you normally think is open, he wasn't open, you know. And then, the, and then, like the the one, like he makes a kind of a miracle pass on an offsides play down the field to Bryce Butler. Butler was open, but it looked like everybody kind of stopped on the play a little bit, and now that allowed Butler to get open. But other than that, I mean, it. Jason Witten. I mean, think about what happened though. Jason Witten had a touchdown, dropped a touchdown. Bryce you know, Butler had a drop. Had, had a drop. That, drop. Would, that would have been a fourth and one. At, at you know, it's a third and fifteen, and he drops it. It's going to be right at the sticks. They're going to mark him a yard short. But I'm just looking at these receivers, and I'm thinking, okay, if it turns into a passing game, you've got to get open, and they, and nobody did. 
Mm-hmm. Nobody did. And that and that's the thing that, you know, when you say, well, how do you stop the Cowboys? Will you stop the run? Well, no, just stop the receivers. Make make Dak Prescott have to make a bunch of tough throws. Yeah, Dak Dak put the blame on himself post game. He's the quarterback and and he kind of fell on the sword. I think he had a part of it, obviously. He missed he, did. he missed some throws and he spoke to what you said, Brian, that there's tight windows and I've got to be able to make some of those throws. Yep. But but again, you're right. Guys aren't open, but it was it was interesting Tay watching Dak in the post game. It was like he, Mickey was there. It was it was like he was looking at all the media members like Okay, you get, you get my point here. Like I'm, this is the narrative. Like I'm, I'm falling on the sword here. Yeah, and, and you know that's what a quarterback does. I don't think it's all on him. Definitely not his best game. But yeah, there were some other factors in it that made it, made life difficult for him. I'll be honest. I thought he, I thought the pressure was there. Now he got they marked him down for seven quarterback hurries or hits. I thought it was more than that. It felt yeah. like he got sacked six it, times in that game. You, you watched you if you sit down and really and Mickey, I know you go back and see this some more. If you go back and watch the tape. There are times where he he has the ability to throw the football, and there is no and he but he has to come off the read so fast because of what's going. I mean, it's like cover, cover, cover. and yeah. then now now yeah. you're now you get the leakage or whatever a little bit of pressure that you have. Count the hurries or hits. Yeah, count count the times he had to run, which I think was three, and those weren't called runs. Right. And then to dump offs to Dez, sure. I mean to Zeke, yeah. those weren't called. That, right. was, that was safety valve. Right. So th- that that probably was a dozen plays right there. Easy, easy. Yeah. And, and, and so and you didn't have that many to begin with. Sixty six, I think. And then count the drops. You know, yeah. it, it was just a horrible passing day. It wasn't all him. Right. It was the entire unit, and that's what Jason Garrett said after the game. We had to pass our way out of here, out of that problem, and we couldn't do it. Right. Yeah, well, we will get into all of this and more. The defense, what went wrong there? Join us in the SWBC Mortgage Studio right after this break. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Hey, Cowboys fans. Did you know that over the next few years, more than a million service members will transition from military to civilian life? Veterans face unique challenges when they get out of the military, and Bank of America and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up to help with financial education, career opportunities, and support of military nonprofits and organizations locally in North Texas and across the country. We're proud to support our troops and are deeply grateful for the dedication and sacrifice of our service members and veterans. Bank of America, official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, invites you to join us in our efforts to get involved by tagging game day photos on social media using hashtag troop thanks. That's hashtag troop thanks. And by learning more about our commitment to veterans at bankofamerica.com slash military support. Together, we can thank our troops in ways that make a real difference. Copyright 2016, Bank of America Corporation. Bowling night with friends and you're hanging out together You picked up a spare but you're craving something better A thirst runs deep inside, you don't know what to do You crave a nice cold Dr. Pepper and a hero to save you Crave Rider! You have to wave a Dr. Pepper when you're craving Dr. Pepper 
crave a Dr. Pepper. Nothing else will do. Pick up an ice-cold 20-ounce bottle today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer near you this is talking cowboys in football adjusting your plays are key to a win but underwear adjustments are something we'd rather avoid that's why there's tommy john the 21st century men's underwear that never rides up tommy john no adjustment needed shop exclusive cowboys underwear at tommy john forward slash cowboys for 20 percent off your first order tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys Man, do, do you know while the cowboys were squirming i wasn't in the press box because well that's good Mick. tommy john's baby taking care of old mickey over there which i appreciate because it was a game where they needed to make some adjustments and particularly to their secondary let's address some injuries that occurred during the game of course orlando skandrick was inactive people thought he was going to play we knew it here right brian do your sign he was out. <laughs> Nolan Carroll gets a little bit banged up in the game, then goes out with a concussion. Cheeto, early in the game, goes out with the same hamstring injury. How do they even evaluate these DBs now and the depth that they're going to have there? Jordan Lewis playing his first game gets a pick, but Mick, what are they going to do? Help us out. they got to get healthy. How can they do that? Benet Ben Wickery, you better get ready to play because i got a feeling Carroll's not playing. I mentioned no. this Friday – just a possibility of Noah Brown being active. You guys surprised at that? They, I mean, I guess you can't predict that two of your corners are going to go down. Because you're saying it should have maybe been Benet. Well, they, they were in a, a tight situation there because, okay, you're you're without Skandrick, right? Uh, but you, it's like on the other side of the ball, Terrence Williams in practice all Practiced week. the whole week, yeah. Bryce Butler wasn't practicing the whole week. So you had two wide receivers that you didn't know if they can make it through the game also. So – you kind of pick your poison there on who you keep active, I think, between Noah Brown and Ben Rickery. You know, as it turned out, yeah, they could have used him because not only did you have to play Jordan Lewis about, I'm going to guess, about 40 snaps more than you planned on because yeah. he was just going to be out there on dime and play special teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had to be basically your starter. And then because you ran out of corners, Xavier Woods – your safety has to come in and play the nickel spot in right. the slot. Which he's done that. But did that yeah, with the second or third yeah, team. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He ain't doing it against Sanders and Thomas. That's a fair point. You know, yeah. so yeah, I mean, you, you know, you got to the point where, okay, fine, you know, it's a bold thing to say, next man up. But when the guys aren't prepared to do what they were doing, I'm sorry, you, you just get diminishing returns. You want a bright spot in this one? I do. I'll give you one bright spot that I saw is the fact that Jordan Lewis played. And, I, and, I, I'm, and I'm okay with that. I mean, I know it, it sounds, you know, we're, we're, you know he, he, Mickey's right. The kid took absolutely no snaps during the week of practice as, with the ones, maybe one or two. I'm, and I just asked him, how much did he really – he goes, he didn't – this guy goes, he didn't practice very much with the ones and the twos. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to – here he is, he plays, similar to what Anthony Brown had to do the other day against the Giants playing 35 snaps in the slot. That, to me, was encouraging the fact that he was out there. Was he perfect? No, he wasn't. 
Was it good positioning on this interception? Absolutely. He could have been, he could have bit on the on the route that Thomas is stumbling, and he could have you know stumbled right along with him. Instead, he held his position. Ball was to him. Showed ball skills. Got up the field. He tackled well in this game. They brought him in a couple of different times where he was like a slot uh, slot player and to, to try and, and stop the run. He was able to do that. I think the physicality which he played with, I thought was good. So yeah, if he has to play, I'm all for that. I well, like the fact that he didn't back down. No. He, he struggled. No. But it, you know what? He kept coming. If he kept playing if, hard. If you've given up on Nolan Carroll, if Nolan Carroll's in but yeah, I could say Ben Wickery was a guy that I thought to get Demontre Moore back on the roster this week. Matter of fact, he gets to come off, I think, tomorrow because we got a Monday night game tonight. Yeah, so, the different week. Yeah, so tomorrow will be his first time that he can come back. I was thinking Ben Wickery was gonna be that guy. But can't I don't do think it. It, it can't do it now. Because you've got to, you've got to look at a you're, you're thinking about him possibly playing, so to me, you know what? It's a shame Awuzier went down because I was hopeful that him and Lewis and those guys and Brown were all going to get opportunities to keep playing. Just no matter how good or bad, just keep playing and figure it out with those guys. Maybe Jordan Lewis is better than Nolan Carroll. That that was my hope. I mean, that when I, that was going to be what I was thinking. Hey, if he's good enough to start, put him out there and let him start. But, you know, Skandrick, Brown, Lewis, give me as many of those cornerbacks that can cover. I just we'll, – we'll see on Awuzier, but there's got to be some concern there that this is going to be another multi-week type injury. It's, oh, it will be. It's the same hamstring, aggravated. That's why they yeah. try to bring those guys along slowly with those soft tissue injuries because you don't want to re-aggravate it. And that's what he's done, and it's just a shame – for a young guy to not have this on-field reps, he missed enough time in camp already. I mean, what did he play? Two series, and, and, and yeah, basically, yeah, went, yeah, yeah. So they they've got a tough decision to make yeah. if they want more on the fifty-three man roster. Somebody's got to go. It was his man on the. It was his man on the. Uh, That's right. On the first touchdown, you know, and let his guy inside. You can't do that. Not on the goal line. You can't. Jane Roan Elliott was also inactive yesterday. The new linebacker they brought in and. Surprisingly, guys, this team, even though they went against some of the best runners in the league last year, hadn't allowed a 100-yard rusher yeah. since 2015. Alfred, Alfred yeah, Morris. Since, yep, the 2015 season, Alfred Morris with the Redskins. Obviously, he didn't even play yesterday. No, he played a couple snaps. He Why did they put that he did not play? He did. He did play a couple they snaps. They made a mistake. They made a mistake. There. He played. He did. Because I, I, I was curious. A mistake. Yeah, I was that curious. Was, that the, was Rod the, Smith at the end, though, right? No, no. But, no, but, but he played He played that. one snap. He tried to. They, 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 they were going to run. It looked like they were going to run a screen. And he kind of checked up and then went out. But he did play in the game. I, I noticed that just watching the tape. So, Sean Lee comes out, and he's just like Dak Prescott, the quarterback of the defense, basically saying, this was my worst game ever. And I saw you write about it, Brian. The tackling. Why was it not there for him? Yeah, that, that I think the, the, the for him or just as the unit. I think as the, the team. Yeah, as the unit was bad, and you know, and then the great example though was the twenty-eight yard run that uh, that Anderson had, where you know he was able to just. I mean, it, it was it was incredible. I think he broke so, four or five. Yeah, tackles I mean, he he's yeah. running through Jeff Heath. He's running through Jalen Smith. He's running through Sean Lee. He's running through. Uh, Nolan Carroll, you know, all these guys, you just, but yeah, as a group, it, it was really poor. They, 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 they didn't, they physically got beat up in that part. They, the, I thought, felt like that the Broncos running the ball, catching the ball, they made it difficult, that, you know, where the Cowboys were, their guys, when they made a play, got tackled. 
the Broncos made it very difficult. The way their ball carriers in the open field and stuff, the running backs, the, the receivers, the tight end, I mean, they, they made it. It seemed like every time they were, their plays were finishing going forward. And, you know, there was somebody hanging on, you know, hanging, dr- getting drugged an extra three or four yards. So, yeah, when you, uh, when you don't wrap up, there was a lot of shoulder throwing in there, body tackling. Mm-hmm. When you do that, then you're not going to have a very good day tackling overall. Is it uh, blasphemous to say that they missed Anthony Hitchens in this game? Ooh, just insulted. I didn't think, I didn't think that, uh, that Jalen Smith was terrible. Okay. I didn't think he was terrible. And, I, and I, you know, some of the stuff right at him, I thought he handled very well. There were a couple of times the outside that he was in position, like you said, Mickey. I know you're questioning that, and that that's fair. But I felt like that that when he he had a couple of times where he just fell off, where normally you might see him wrap up a little bit better. I think he led the team in tackles. Oh, he 10, did with ten. Probably could have had three more. But they ran for 178 yards. Yeah. yeah. And what did I say <laughs> Friday? If they ran for 140 yards like they did against the Chargers, the Cowboys were going to get beat. Yeah. And they ran for 178. But that's that's not just Jalen. That's Sean. No, I'm Everybody saying not no. getting off. Oh, no, the defensive that, that, front yeah, was yeah, terrible. They had the front was bad, and then they also had problems too. The safeties, the safety play was bad too. As far as when the guys came down, I mean, Byron Jones had a couple of them where oh, he, he missed one right in the. Yeah, he missed one too. He was getting gap. cracked. He was getting cracked by uh, Thomas, and it, he was going to. He was looking at the play. Next, you know, his eyes look, and then Anderson just goes right by him. He so, missed a couple. Yeah. He fell down once. Yeah. Uh, Malik Collins was MIA. I, I don't know what happened with him. He had an assisted tackle. That yeah. was it. Early in the game, assisted tackle. Well, early in the game, one. Early in the game, I thought he was better. Early in the game, you know, the, matter of fact, when they got the fumble, right. it was a twist stunt that they were able to run yeah, and get him home. But overall, you know, these uh, – I'll tell you, Ron Leary had a heck of a game for them. Say, it makes a difference. Woo. He really did, playing right guard. And their and and you know, left guard has kind of been a revolving door over there for them. But they they up front, they were they did a nice job. You know, Tank got a couple of pressures and, and a couple of the sacks – but other than that, you got to give the Broncos a tip of the cap. Again, everything that Dallas needed to do to win that football game, the Broncos did. Mm-hmm. That's if the game plan to win, the Broncos they had did to it, do. and they did. They it still better. can't find somebody to be effective at the right defensive end spot. Those guys did nothing. No, nothing. Yeah, Taco. Taco had one time where he had spin move that got a little pressure. He forced an incompletion. Yeah, that yeah. was it. But other than that, I mean, they're they're looking. They're looking for Mayola. Yeah. He just he didn't do very well. Tyron Crawford was in there. He's yeah. tackle and yeah, I, but their right tackle spot for Denver. You wrote about this. That was the weak link for yeah. Denver. Watson, and Watson exposed it. Yeah, Watson yeah. was the weak link, yeah. and they and they were able to take advantage of that. And you know, but they, you, you could never get them in a situation where it was third and long and you had to throw the football. You never could get them in that where like they had the Giants the other day where they're able to get some pass rush or generate some pass rush because of down and distance. They were in a lot of third and fourth. Yeah, they were way ahead of the change. Second down and – I mean, second down and one. A lot of that. Second and two. A lot of that. Either because they threw the football or they were able to run for six, seven yards at the time. Well, we have a caller on the line. You guys can still call us. The number is 214-872-2102. But let's welcome in Rocket from Orlando. Uh, hi guys, how y'all doing today? Doing good, thanks. Oh, painful, painful. 
it was painful to watch, not because we had our shirts handed to us, but because of the kind of meh attitude that was demonstrated throughout the game. I mean, nothing demonstrated this better to me than Zeke's response to the interception that was in his vicinity. Mm-hmm. And whenever the whenever um, Aikman uh, and the other chap got got the camera back on me, he just had his hands on his hips instead of running and chasing the ball. I, I was so irate when I saw that. Just a really, really bad attitude. Um, Brady would have had people lit up on the sidelines and we don't. We just don't have anybody with that intensity. Certainly, that I saw in that game. Okay. Well, uh, the second point. The second point I wanted to make quickly is that a number one receiver is not synonymous with elite, and we're paying Des to be elite, and we just haven't seen that um, in the last few years. And Brian, you were right that Carroll's really not an upgrade at uh, at that position. So I just I'll, I'll come off and listen to you guys chat. Thanks a lot for taking the call. Thank you, Rocket. Garrett on the fan this morning was asked about Ezekiel Elliott giving up on that play and if he believed that he did or not. And I thought he had an interesting answer. You know, he's a coach. He knows how to handle these types of situations. So maybe this is just coach speak. But he said, of course, you always want guys to pursue the football. That's what you teach them, what what you coach them. But he thought this was a great coaching moment for the entire team to see that when you don't pursue the football, it's going to fire back. Sure, sure. Fight. That's, That's the foundation of their program, right? And, and Zeke and Zeke's a competitor. I think yeah. I think these guys got frustrated. They got frustrated because I think we established it. I mean, they just got beat down up front. Both lines of scrimmage, Denver dominated, and I think it wears on you after a while. No excuse for it. I mean, you can't do that. But yeah, that's 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 where it came to. It's interesting. People now taking shots at Zeke. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. free I mean, Zeke, fight yeah, for yeah. Zeke. You know, yeah, then... yeah, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, and and and, and nothing against Rocket the caller. I'm, no, I'm just saying it's, it's all fans. I'm just saying that you know, it's it's amazing how we go f- this in this game from a week to week. We're like a week to week team, is what we are. We're as fans, we're that's way. And you know, yeah, was it bad? Yeah, I think Coach Garrett addressed it. Will he address it in the meeting with everybody? Absolutely, he'll say that. Right. Ezekiel, does Ezekiel Elliott know that? He should have probably chased that play, absolutely. But I can also think about the times when Ezekiel Elliott was really the only damn thing you had running the football, finishing things out, running over people, making plays, diving for the pylon, picking up guys on blitz pickups. So Dak Prescott, yeah, did he have a bad play? Yeah. Did he have a bad game? Yeah. Was he frustrated? Yeah. But but you sit there and you want to sit there and pile things on him about one play. you got to remember where he's at right now. And I'm not saying because of the off-the-field stuff – but I don't blame him for being frustrated. Is, I really, really don't. Yeah. Is this team too one-dimensional with their run, with Ezekiel Elliott being their main guy? What do you mean? Is the team too one-dimensional in leaning completely on Ezekiel Elliott? Who would you lean on? Well, she's saying, I believe, I believe I mean, what you're I mean, saying. I'm not understanding. That's it, why I'm asking. Does this do they rely too much on the run? Rely too much on the run. No, because I've seen them throw the ball and be effective. They just weren't effective against this team. I think they ran into a buzzsaw. I think they still their identity is to be physical, Tay. And I and I in passing and running. Yeah, and and if the if the run can set up the pass, I'm all yeah. That's that's what you have to do, you know. And I, I Rob's right. They ran into a better front, and I thought I thought that the Giants' front was better than Denver's front. And I still, in my heart of hearts, believe that the Giants, the way they play, match up with the Cowboys better. But 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 the, the, you saw what can happen if if the, if Cowboys have to play an offense 
that can generate points and generate yards like they like Denver was able to, that puts them in a bind if they can't run the football. Mm-hmm. So to me, I, I, I do believe it's still their identity. I do believe it's the best way to win the football games because Dak Prescott throwing the ball 50 times is not the answer. It's not the answer for any team. Now, maybe it's Drew Brees or – I remember talking to Sean Payton about this. He goes, heck, I want to run the football. But every time I look up, we've thrown the ball 41 times and we've taken a loss. He goes, so I think their identity is the right thing. Was it a bad game yesterday? Absolutely it was. All right. Well, let's take our final break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We'll come back. We'll get to more questions from the callers. Still, you guys can call us. The number is 214-872-2102. We'll be right back. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credit start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. This is Talking Cowboys. Hey, we're talking Papa John's pizza here because do you know why it tastes so great? Why? The ingredients like the veggies delivered fresh whole, never frozen pepperoni, 100% pork and beef made to USDA standards with no fillers whatsoever. So when you got ingredients like that, you got better pizza. Papa John's. We had that in the studio yesterday Did while you, you guys were gone. Oh, I good. Smell it in the refrigerator upstairs. Yeah. Mickey, you get some cold pizza in the morning? No, 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 no. Yeah, well, you guys could watch and eat some Papa John's tonight as the Giants will be playing Monday Night Football. Of course, the Cowboys will be next week, but let's get some NFC East watching in tonight to see the Giants come back from their first loss. So. Then we go 0-2. That'd be nice. So we'll Bury uh, them down the hatchet. Sure, why not? How many times did you watch the leverage penalty? I was confused by that one. I appreciate as a former long snapper in college that they're trying to protect the centers, but I don't know how you jump straight up without putting your hand on the blocker. The I, guy that I, put his head down by yeah, the toes. Yeah, I don't quite get that. I wrote about and it that. Wasn't, it, was on the, and it wasn't the center either. It was one of the yeah, off guys. I, but anybody with their head down, that's what they're trying to protect. They don't want you doing that. But I, Mickey, I don't know the rules anymore in the NFL. I really don't. I so think what I, happens is they, they have these, these new rules or the emphasis on these rules, mm-hmm. and then 
the officials over-exaggerate what they're looking at. Because when a guy dives at someone's foot, Demarcus Lawrence, and that was his first move. Protect you yourself. Yeah, yeah. And you pushed him down. Right, and then yeah. you said, okay, I'm going to jump up. Right. It wasn't mm-hmm. like he ran, put his hand on the guy, and right. leaped. The guy was already down. You're protecting yourself. It's it just a terrible call. And I, I know they got beat 42-17. to 17, But at that point in the game, it was 7-7. It was going to be 10-7. Right. 10-7, it would have been 17-10 at halftime, which seems like, to me, a huge difference than 21-10. No, you're right So a field goal turned into a touchdown on that call. Can I ask another thing? Please do. Rob, you watch a ton of college football, right? Yeah. Both of you guys do. And you watch college football, too. When Xavier Woods, did he – is there a college rule about you could be in the end zone and then come back to get yes, a ball? I believe so. I think he was playing college rules. I think I think what happened on, on the, when he had and, a chance to down yeah, the I ball know what in the you're one. About and, and I, I think Aikman explained it. He said in college, it's not who's in the end zone, right? It's where the ball is, right? And I think he might have got confused, right? But. He, I think he lost track of exactly where he was. Like, he no, kept it, backing up. It looked like he was in the end zone, and he knew he was in the end zone, and then he was coming forward like he was right. playing college football. I need to ask. But when I saw it, because I, Chris Jones for for two weeks has been outstanding. That that ball should have been on the one-yard line. you know. And, and, and Xavier Woods, he's a rookie. I get it. But I think he was in his mind he was playing college football. Mm-hmm. Like, and I can go in the end zone and just bat zone, it out. And then bat it out, yeah, and, and where the ball is. So I, I need to ask. I need to ask that. That was another, yeah. That yeah it was kind of a crazy. Plays. Yeah, it was a couple of plays where I went, special they teams right. play, special teams. Well, and, and the one, was it the, was it a punt? Re- no, it was a kickoff return. The guy went 29 yards. Yeah. And, and Woods got let up from behind. Right. And they didn't call blocking in uh, the back. Yeah. I thought that was another emphasis. Now, you're well, right. It's killer penalty, but overall refs didn't decide the game. No, I'm not. No, but there's no, no, certain I, spots I just some, in the game. I just had a couple of questions yeah. special teams wise. There's yeah. certain yeah. spots in the game that yeah. change the momentum. Yeah. I mean when no. you when you when Officials you get a, yeah. a sack on third down and force a field goal, that was huge. Right. And then all of a sudden they get fifteen yards. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Now let's get back to special teams. Ryan Switzer finally had the hey. chance to be the punt returner that everyone wants him to be. Didn't quite see that showing. What do you expect from him moving forward now? Well, I mean, he had a, one return for 19 yards, right? Yeah, so, I like yeah, that one. I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm okay with that. I, I've been asking if we can, if you, if Mickey's wanting him to block better, if if you get the blocking, and you can get him in the open field, we're capable of seeing that. That's you know 20, 20, almost 20 yards. Mm-hmm. That's two less first downs right there if you think about it. So yeah, he can. He has the ability. To make a difference, and I and I think, and I wrote again this last night. I think that he we're going to see a game where he is going to be the difference maker doing this. Where all of a sudden, field position, hidden yards is going to be because of Ryan Switzer's mm-hmm. ability uh, to to carry the ball on, in, on punt return situations. How many offensive snaps did you see him get? I think it was two. He was two in a three, couple. Yeah. They did couple, the yeah, double yeah, slot. Yeah, they double slot no. a couple of times. Yeah. At one, at some point, I'd like to see him more involved there too. I think see if he can get something going in space for them. I yeah. think just kind of visiting with some folks. I think they had a plan for him, and the way that the game went took them out of that plan. 
Because you I, couldn't nibble underneath. Yeah. They wouldn't let you nibble underneath all, no, all day long no. after you're up by four there, touchdowns. There's some, there's some things that they were willing to do with him, and they just I don't think they could get to it. Mm. And that's – we'll see. Maybe in the future here. A lot of fans are very upset with Bryce Butler. You talked about his yeah. drop earlier, but how has he been able to help this team? Has he at all? Uh, I, I should be – they should be upset at me for telling you that Bryce Butler's done a nice job of finishing because Bryce Butler knows he's In not, training camp. It, he's he's not going to get many he's not going to get many opportunities and when he gets an opportunity he can't drop that football he can't drop the football on third and fifteen because he catches the ball it might be fourth and one and maybe Jason Garrett says you know what we need to try and get this going maybe that gets your team going but all of a sudden you drop a ball there he comes back makes a nice play but you can't be a fifty percent player if they're going if you're going to have two opportunities to make plays and every time you're only making half of those plays. Mm-hmm. You know, then that, that you know, shame on him for that. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I, to me, and I'm the guy all along that said, hey, you know what? Here's a guy, breakout season. He's going to finish, blah, 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 blah. And he's making me look pretty bad right now. Well, you can just go off of what you've seen, though. And it, it Tay said in preseason, he was one of their most consistent players offensively. Yeah. And, you know, he beat himself up he's, last week over the drop he had against the Giants, but he did come back and almost scored a touchdown with a deep reception there. You see his potential. You see it there, and I don't know if it's, as Brian said, he doesn't get that many opportunities. Are, are you pressing? You know, are you, tr- are you, you know, are you pressing too much to try to make something happen with the few opportunities you get? I, I'm not sure. Yeah, What'd but say, make Nikki? plays. Got to make plays. Yeah. Well, you know, he, sure. he, he, yeah. allowed, he allowed the one, uh, didn't run a good route on that, that slant pass last week, yeah. allowed the guy to hook him. So, yeah, I mean, he's got to make plays. It, 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 he had a chance, Tay. And, he, and he, he's, if, you, if you get two chances, you should be two for two. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the, 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 the first ball was catchable. He, come in, he does a nice job running around, coming back to the football. Go secure that football. All right, well, let's go secure a phone call. We have Bobby from California on the line. Bobby, what is your question? Hello, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling bad. I'm, I'm a long-time cowboy fan and i've been trying to get through on the wonderful two shows since the summer i'm so i'm happy to get through i wish it was on better circumstances but i guess my question might be primarily for mr brian broadus yeah. because i believe he was a lineman at lsu if I i'm was. not mistaken and here is my question after watching the game Yes, we have a vaunted offensive line. They're great and everything. Yeah, we got stuffed. It, it, we, we all admit that. But my question is, I'm sure Brian may have had a game like that in his past, and it's not what's happened. It's how are we going to go forward. Are, can we be smart and have heart? Do, can we, do you think this offensive line can – because they're a fraternity – can they get together and say, this is not going to happen again? You know, and, and I'm just wondering if, you know, how that might transpire in the next couple of days. And I'll hang up and listen to your uh, answer. And thank you very much. I love you guys. Yeah, thank you. Brian, that's, that's your question. I was going to ask you, Mickey. Um, yeah, he State. said Brian. I'm sorry. Let me ask you. Mickey was a lineman in high school. Right? That's right. Middle linebacker, right? We, we had the thought maybe you run out there and do some secondary help yesterday. Did, did Hart? Did, wait, the, wait, wait, did the guys? Did you say that last week? Did Did you ask that same question last week? He's got a number thirty-two jersey. Could have put it on. 
Don't worry. Make, just, you're, just, you're, just relax. be. Don't be one game. This is the end of the world type of person. What have you done? If you for see me it lately? for two or three games in a row, I mean, if 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 you read my column on Friday, read it. I told you, don't jump to conclusions after one game. Right. And so now, don't jump to conclusions after the next game. Right. It's two games into the season. You know what the Cowboys' record was last year at this time? One and one. Thank you. When was the last time they were able to get to three and zero? Oh? That's what I want to know. <laughs> even in that 2014 season, they lost the first game against the 49ers. You they, know, were, they were three and zero in 2008. Well, I remember that. I mean, yes, you still I'm missed sorry. the playoffs, but go ahead. Heart. It, you know, did you see? Did, did you see lack of heart? No. Just don't. Don't. Don't sweat the little stuff and come up with reasons why yeah, they I, got beat. I, I just, Denver yeah. was awfully good. I, just, I thought Jerry Jones's comment after the game was right on the uh, on the button. He said, "This wasn't our team. That might be Denver." Yeah, and I thought that was a really good comment yeah. in a short sentence by Jerry Jones. I, I felt like though Tay watching the tape though that it really, you know, that Denver was the team up front. That did a really nice job, and and their offense, their offense helped them in this football game. Their offense put a lot of pressure on the Cowboys. Well, we do have some breaking news here. The judge has denied the NFL's emergency stay request in Ezekiel Elliott's case, so he will, like which, Jerry Jones which, said, which which court? A U.S. District Court judge in Texas on Monday denied. Oh, I thought he had already done that. He still hadn't done that yet. Oh, Mazant. We're Mazant. still. Yeah, we're judge still. Mazant. But you got to wait on the New Orleans. Yeah, what's deal. the so circuit now it five? Your means the case will now move to the fifth U.S. Okay, and the yeah. final, that's the one we're waiting on. The final briefs have been turned in for that one. So I, the the NFL asked them for a ruling by last by Wednesday. hopefully for t- by tomorrow, no later than the twenty sixth. So yeah, j- as you Wednesday said, the nineteenth. Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Jerry Jones did say last night he can't comment on any further. He does believe he'll play Monday and moving forward with that. Now, we talked a little bit about Alfred Morris playing a little bit. Judge Mazant, he's passive-aggressive. They wanted it on Friday. Passive. He said, you know what? What did I say? Passive? No, you said passive. Oh, okay. I thought that was true. Okay. And he said, no, I'll do this on my time. Exactly. I'm the judge. I'm going to do it on Monday. Yeah. My time here. He, he could have said the same thing on Friday. Alfred sure. Morris, would you have liked to have seen Darren McFadden in this game at all? Could he have helped spur the run game? No, I just Could learned about the wrong stuff. I, I yeah. just think there's just there was nowhere to run. Walter just, Payton could have been out there, and they weren't going to run for ten yards. There just weren't lanes open yeah. at all. It, it was it was really give just give the Broncos again tip of the cap. They had a great plan, and they and they physically were better than you know what was going on up front. When Tyron Smith doesn't make a cutoff block and, and Lyle Collins doesn't make a cutoff block and and then Chaz Green doesn't make a block, you know, a guy with a guy on his nose, you're gonna have problems. Do you think the size bothered him? No. I don't those guys were pretty big. I don't think they just couldn't size, move them. Yeah, the, the big the the, the 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 really the interesting was even on the goal line, remember when they ran the ball on the goal line yeah, that first the one, first play. That that's where you looked and you said, Wow, they're not getting any He's not getting any penetration. Not getting any type yeah. They couldn't move them. Could not move them. But then again, I tell you what, there were the couple of times though, I felt like that Zeke, the times he had, there was go back and watch, you'll see there was he kind of cut into some stuff where if he just stayed he didn't maybe, press it. Yeah, if he just stayed outside, maybe they'd had a little bit, but there was no traction there. I mean, there just was no traction at all. I know because going. I wonder if anybody complained that they ran the ball on the goal line there that time. 
<laughs> through it like yeah. week one. Sure you can yeah. find a tweet here or there. The tweets were. What are you doing fiery. running the ball? You're not running it well. Throw it. I'm, I'm apologizing right now to all the people I muted yesterday. Did you mute a lot yesterday? I, had a, I, had a, I spent half time muting people. I apologize for not reading it all. Yeah. It's calmed down today on Twitter. I think Twitter is a little calmer. Maybe the hour delay of rain helped here. Maybe, maybe a little bit. And that was a little interesting to me because going into that game, I hadn't really expected the rain. You know, Mickey, you were on the sidelines with us. Rob, you guys, it was sunny out there. Yeah, but there was 50% chance of rain between 2 and 3, and it went up to 80%, and it came. Mm -hmm. And there were some people said, well, I didn't see any lightning. Well, it was behind us. Where we sat in the press box, the lightning was behind us. We couldn't see it. <laughs> I talked to people that were down there. They saw the light. A funny tweet was apparently there's a sign in the stadium. I don't know where this sign is located, but it says Denver Broncos ride through any weather, any storms. Like just kind of. They're pretty sophomoric with their signs because the door to the Cowboys locker room, when you walk out the on the wall, sign? the big, the big painted sign about Denver, Colorado is a mile high, 5,280 feet. It's like, oh, thank you very much. You know, it's sophomoric. We don't use can, that can word we, Can we, we might as well just go paint the locker room pink. I kind of told you, though, didn't we think about that if your players were better, altitude really didn't matter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it had nothing to do with what Don. Yeah. Not one bit. Yeah, they just got beat. Yeah, I saw some tweets that were saying, should they have been more acclimated to the weather? God. No. Yeah. They should have been more acclimated to what the Denver defense was going to do. And the delay made no difference at all. I mean, they were struggling before Actually, the delay, and they, struck, break they struggled after the breath delay. And, yep. and maybe redesigned things. Yep. Could it have? Yeah. Well, Mickey, you're right. It gave them a break. Could they have really taken advantage that, hey, they're not opening any running lanes? Can you receivers <laughs> get ready here? Yeah. I, it's, it's surprisingly, it, I shouldn't say surprising because Denver's got a, a really good secondary. Mm hmm. Man, there. If you go back on, you know, on, on the game pass and watch it, no, you will not see Cowboy receivers open it, in this football. Well, game. we always talk about. Vaughn. I mean, consistently, and, and like Vaughn down is, after down after down. Vaughn is great, and he's the he's the cornerstone of that franchise. But when they won a Super Bowl a couple years ago, the best overall unit they had was their secondary. Yeah, and that was the no fly zone. The no fly zone, and they a couple faces have changed on that group, but that that was literally championship level defense yesterday. And the Cowboys didn't match it. I agree. Well, their linebackers played well. They did. Uh, Marshall. Yeah. Barrett. Yeah. And uh, Simmons, right? Yep. The Simmons is safety. The safety. Yeah. He he came down in the box and played pretty well at times. But See, yeah, those linebackers played awfully well. There's there's going to be a lot of look in the mirror moments for the Cowboys today as mm -hmm. they get the next couple of days as they watch that tape. You know, look in the mirror and see, hey, did I do exactly what I needed to do? Did I win enough routes? Like off Here's our play blocks. again. You know, I mean, I to me, I just, I just don't feel like that they. Look at that. They did, you know. Oh. Mickey is watching the TV in here. If you guys are listening, they can't see their TVs. On Terrible the radio. They, they did Terrible the lever radio. They did the leverage play there again. Go. They showed it. Yeah. Did the Cowboys put a blueprint out there now for other teams okay. to kind of? Oh, here we go. Hey, 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 you're hey. not asking hey. that. I'm asking. Was that. there 17 games last year? Was there? Was there? Yes. And what was the record? And no one had a blueprint after 17 Giants. Games. The Giants figured them out. But it, it, it's, it's, it's really personnel. the personnel. It's the personnel. I just like asking this question because <laughs> everybody jumped on that one. It just yep. gets you angry. No. no. But, but, but if you okay, – to me, you could say teams can go out – there's smart coaches around the league. There's smart coaches around the league say, you know what, we could do this and we could do this and we could do this. And then another coach will say, well, wait a minute, do we have – 
Tlaib? Do we have Harris? Do we have Roby? No, we don't. Oh, okay. Do we? Well, wait a minute. Do we have? You know. And then you then you can't leave your corners on an island. Yeah. And and yeah. gamble that way. I thought yeah. one Denver of the could. Best, best qualities Jimmy Johnson had was self evaluation. Yeah. He knew what his players could do yeah. and what they couldn't do. Right. And, and they planned accordingly. Yeah. A lot of coaches fool themselves. Oh yeah, we can do this. No, you can't do that. You don't have the talent. They had the talent to pull off what they did. Yeah. Everybody tried that last year and they couldn't do it. Yeah, you, you, everybody you can try and stop the run, but you, if, like you said, if you don't have 330-pound guys inside and you don't have linebackers that are active and you don't have a safety that walks, then you're probably going to have some uh, some problems. And yeah. this schedule is not going to let up for the Dallas Cowboys. They're no. going to face some big-time defenses, and they're going to face them sooner rather than later. I think, Mickey, you brought it up. Patrick Peterson is waiting there for Des Bryant, waiting for that, that matchup. So it's not going to be easy for these guys, but are they ready for it? Are they going to reevaluate? And as Garrett, Garrett would say, recommit. recommit. Yeah, better yeah. recommit. Better find something. Better find something. But we'll have more for you guys on Talking Cowboys tomorrow. Remember to join us, 1130 a.m. Central Time. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!